happy Hello, Thursday, Thursday evening. What? What is going on? What Not is going morning. on? <laughs> well, happy Thursday, everybody. It'll be Saturday when you listen to this. Or maybe not. I mean, I don't know when you listen to our podcast, but happy whatever day it is for you. I don't know about anything anymore. Me neither. No. It's been a rough time, guys. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Um, I'm going to skip the usual intro because if you can't tell already, we're super done with everything right now. <laughs> so instead of uh, like a themed conversation, we're just going to do a rant. Yeah, just a rant. But yeah. either way, grab yourself some coffee or some tea, take a seat, and enjoy. Yes! <laughs> I like it when you say it better. Do you think so? Yes. Oh, you should start doing the intro from now on. Maybe we can trade off. So what are we drinking? We're drinking mint tea today because neither of us need any more caffeine in our bodies. I mean, I don't drink caffeinated coffee. I had a chai though today and that got me, that got me going. I also had a black tea. So I had enough. Um, and that's why we're drinking <laughs> <laughs> mint tea today. It doesn't have any caffeine, does it? No. Okay. It's a herbal okay. tea. Do you like it? Sleep. Yeah, I love it. It's really nice. Mm-hmm. I had a, an English breakfast tea today and the coffee. Got me very wired. Yeah. yeah. Much needed, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want to talk about what's been going on in your life? Oh, what has been going on in my life? We just had reading week. Quote, unquote, reading week. Yes. It was three days. Um, <clears throat> but... Um, nothing much is going on in my life. I'm just very busy with school and work and every responsibility that I have. Mm-hmm. So we're getting burnt out, but that's why we're doing a rant episode today. Yes. So mm-hmm. what's going on with you? Not much. And as much as I hate to answer this kind of question with complaints, I am going to do that because I have two papers due this week and another presentation that happened today, which I aced. So I'm pretty proud of that. Um, But yeah, otherwise it's just school work and I forgot how stressful it could get. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. Because I'm writing two papers and one of them is worth like 40% of the total mark. And when I saw that, I was like, I kind of wish I didn't see this. Yeah, it's the pressure. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't need to know that detail. <laughs> I'm just going to do what I can do. Yeah. yeah. How have been... Oh, sorry. I was just going to say I have a paper next Tuesday, too. And I have not started it at all. So... <laughs> Maybe you want to. <laughs> yeah, I'm like three lectures behind in the class, though. So oh, no. I need to do that first, and then I'll start writing the paper. Yeah. But that's how it's going. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I know this sounds kind of bad, but I was talking to a classmate um, on Monday, Wednesday, I think. Yeah, I think I talked to her yesterday in class about how she's doing with like the paper and stuff. And she's mm-hmm. like, I haven't started. And it's due Sunday. And I know it's bad, but it actually makes me feel a lot better about yeah. myself. <laughs> I was like, okay, at least I've started. You know, I'm running to at the same time. Honestly, it's so nice. I love sitting in the solidarity of knowing that Everyone else is as behind as we are. Yes. You know? Like, no one, unless, like, you literally just go to school, no one has the time to be ahead. It's just, it's not, no, not realistic, so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What can you do? So, yeah, that's what I was going to ask, too. How are you navigating your stress and 
yeah. not being burnt out at the moment. It's been tough, to be honest. Like, I'm definitely right at the edge of, like, true burnout. Like, Aww. I think I'm, I'm burning. Don't out. say that. <laughs> <laughs> I it's know. It's so concerning. Well, here's the thing. So, yesterday, I, like, sat myself down, and I was like, like, I'm just, I can't be burnt out. I just don't want to go through that, because when you actually get burnt out, like, it's, you have to recover from it. Like, I, yeah. you genuinely can't. Mm-hmm keep on going if you're like truly burnt out and I can feel myself getting there so I have been like trying to compartmentalize my tasks and today I like I think that helped me because I was just like yeah I have a paper next Tuesday and I have so much other stuff to get done but why don't I just like get everything else done before I start my paper which might be like, I don't know why I'm laughing at this I think it's because this might just be me like validating my procrastination I don't no, know no. I'm not laughing at you by the way oh, okay. I'm sorry I'm so tired <laughs> but basically how I have been trying to like deal with it is like deal with what I can first and get those out of the way mm. and then deal with my paper when I get there yeah and yeah kind of like that and I know I'm mm-hmm. gonna have time this weekend to get some of my paper done so I like I'm just, I keep on telling myself, you will get everything done, mm-hmm. and positive affirmations, guys, they work, so. They do, mm-hmm. and um, to be honest, even though right now to us, like, school seems like the world, mm-hmm. um, and it is kind of like in, in our entire world, like, in the long run, in, like, 10 years, we won't remember any of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. None of these would matter, matter in the long run, even though it's really stressful at the moment but it's just like anything else in life that we've gone through we do have the strength to power through this also i'm sorry i was laughing because i was just like aggressively sipping on my tea <laughs> i don't know if you saw <laughs> i didn't i wish i had now oh my god <laughs> anyways yeah. how do you deal with it it's kind of like echoing back to what you're saying um about like you have really have to not get on that like break breakout um, <laughs> like burnout tipping point because mm-hmm. like burning out is like once you pass that line and you actually like burnt out it's it will take you probably like days or weeks to recover like at least for me mm-hmm. so it's for me it's been a lot of work but also a lot of preventative measures from burning out yeah a lot of self-care yeah definitely yeah same for me because I like if well I mean the thing is self-care for me looks different every day like yesterday I had booked a swim in the morning and ooh, I know and I like try to go in the morning and I like woke up at my alarm and I was like you know what I just can't do this today like self-care for me yesterday mm-hmm. was sleeping in and then today I was like oh I have the energy let's like go for a swim and I did it and I feel so much better because of it so it's just like I don't know, like, listening to what your body needs that day and, like, understanding that, like, right now, today, for us, like, school and work has to be prioritized and, like, I don't know, you have to, like, figure out what you can do to make yourself feel better to do that. And if Mm -hmm. that's sleeping, that's sleeping. If it is doing yoga, that's doing yoga. If it's cooking a meal, it's cooking a meal. You know, whatever it is for you, you just have to do it, so. I like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's almost like putting yourself on survival mode. Yeah, like, you just need to survive and get through this phase of your life. Exactly, which can easily, 
I like in the past I would have done that by like downing coffee and like not <laughs> sleeping and stuff. And that's when you hit true burnout. Like you literally just yeah. can't keep on going. But like actually taking care of yourself and surviving, not just mm-hmm. like coping, is you know it's so important. So. I'm so glad you feel the same way because mm-hmm. now, um, like I have this system system for myself. Mm-hmm. Where past a certain time at night, I just stop working because I'm just not productive at nighttime. Yeah. And instead of kind of, like, struggling to work and, like, battling, like, the urge to just lie down and, like, scrolling on my phone as a response to that, I just close my laptop and I just start cooking or start doing things that I enjoy and I allow myself to unwind for an hour or two. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I feel really guilty of that. I don't know if you do. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, I could be, you know, potentially working for this extra hour, um, which I guess makes sense hypothetically. But knowing myself really well, that's probably not what's going to be happening. Mm-hmm. I'll probably just scroll on my phone or be really unproductive with my time. And that hour of work will probably translate to like 10 minutes of effort. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I like, in the past, I definitely wouldn't have been that person. Like, I remember I would like, just study up until mom and I go to bed pretty much right but like mm-hmm. even like last night for example I like came home from studying at Dobbins and I like you know I like had the intention of doing more work because I had more that needed to be done mm-hmm. but I knew like I wasn't gonna get everything I needed to get done that mm-hmm. night done unless I stayed up all night and so I like looked at my pile of dishes <laughs> and I was like you know what self-care is right now it's turning on some Taylor Swift singing and doing my dishes and cleaning it up is so it Taylor's that- edition Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know it <laughs> what else <am> I <laughs> but it was like I woke up this morning feeling so much better because I didn't have like dishes to do in my mm-hmm. sink like that was a, those were the things that actually made me more productive today whereas if I had just like powered through mm-hmm. and like done some of the work that I had to get done I would have woken up more tired and like feeling worse about myself yeah. and everything so yeah. yeah and I also realized um I don't know if it's because of age like I just genuinely don't have as much energy as I did yeah. maybe like five years ago I don't know if it's because of that or maybe I'm just more like a lot more in tune with my body mm-hmm. um than before like when I was in my first year of university mm-hmm. like if like going back to your scenario of like getting home debating if we should do an hour extra work or take a shower and do the dishes mm-hmm. then like I can like actually feel I will actually feel like stress storing, still storing in my body the next morning if I choose to do work and leave dishes or like a mess piling up in my room. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's, I think it's just like emotions when you let, when you don't let yourself feel and you store your emotions in your body, like emotions are actually physical, right? You mm-hmm. store them in your body. I feel like it's the same with stress. Mm-hmm. When you don't unwind, when you don't de-stress, like you actually still have it in your body and you just... And it, like, tires yourself out. It does. And I think that goes to the same for, like, your space, too. Like, if, like, kind of, like, your body, like, your body is a symptom of your stress, right? Like, the way that you feel in your body is a symptom. Yeah. Same with, like, your space, right? Like, the dirty dishes, that's a symptom of my stress. And, like, if I don't, like, clean them, Mm -hmm. it's just going to, like, accumulate and make me feel bad. Yeah. I agree. I like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm glad we're feeling the same way Me too. it's comforting <laughs> it really is at least we're feeling equally as bad yeah <laughs> we just have to push through it'll be okay yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah. my gosh but it's hard too especially with like everything going on 
in the world and particularly in BC right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know about you, but I feel like I'm just like carrying so much like grief and like fear for the future yeah in me and like it's hard because like I've I've, like I feel that and then there's like everything else that we have and like last night I was on TikTok and I oh my god everything is about BC right now but like I know it's so sad yeah particularly the the cows though oh my god I can remember Charlie just. Came I was out. like, why, "Why are you touching my leg?" <laughs> but no, it's it's Charlie. <laughs> so yeah, sorry, you're seeing the cows. Yeah, the oh my like, god, were they the cows? Yeah. That's so sad. I I'm actually saying that. I actually sobbed. <laughs> that means you cry. It's so sad, but it's oh just like god. I don't know. Like we, it just feels like we're doing this to ourselves now because, like, mm-hmm. Abbotsford, for example, was a lake. Oh, really? Yeah. It used to be a lake. Someone filled it? So basically what what I've, like, gathered, I don't know, like, the accuracy of these, this information, but I'm assuming it's p- fairly accurate. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody would just lie about this. But um, Abbotsford, like, the area of Abbotsford used to be a lake, but obviously it's, like, flat, right? And it's good for agriculture. And so they pumped out the water. So Abbotsford itself has a oh water pump. And it continually keeps water out of the, oh, the area. Oh, and now the pump is not working because of the flood. Yeah, so what happened is the flood happened, which during the flood, the pump was okay. But I think it was last night, it burst. And so... No wonder, saying, I keep seeing the stuff about, like, the pump. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it used oh. to, like, it. it's there to keep the water out. And so it broke. So water comes back. Yeah. And, like, wants to come back to... Forming oh, yeah. a lake. Because it's, it's linked to the Fraser River, right? And so oh the God. Fraser River is just going to infiltrate it. Like, it's just going to become a lake again. Yeah. According to, like, everything that I've been reading. And it's just, like, why like why did we decide that we could just get rid of a lake? Yeah. For the sake of our, you know, ourselves. Like, it just... Oh, wow. That put things into a much clearer perspective. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was, ah, uh, first of all, sending love and mm-hmm. prayers to people who are affected yeah. by this flood. It's terrifying. Yeah. And I, I, I think it's also the fact that Canada, it's like one of the most developed countries in the world. One of the most developed countries in the world. And probably one of like the greenest too, let's be fair, comparing mm-hmm. to, you know, developing countries with like higher carbon emission. But, like, this could still happen in Canada. Yeah. I mean, that's... So fast. So fast. Like, this and then, like, the forest fires this summer. Mm. And I don't know if you were... um, If you heard about this, but basically, like, especially in Canadian forests, like, the way that we, like, try and counter all of the harmful activity that we have. So, like, you know how we cut down trees for, like, there's... I mean, BC is, like huge logging industry right like it's a huge thing here and for every tree we cut down like I remember like as a kid like feeling happy because Canada plants another tree for every tree cut down Mm -hmm. but the thing is they don't care about how they're planting those trees and um indigenous communities have been saying for so long that like you can't just plant as many trees as you want because you need the forest growth like you need the ground stuff you need all of the layers of vegetation that like naturally occur in a forest And they're just planting them and trying to plant as many trees as they can. And so the forests themselves are not fire resistant anymore. Whereas they used to be. Oh, is that why? 
that's why the forest fires keep on getting worse and worse and worse. And um, the really bad forest fires that we had this um, the summer. summer or whatever, it apparently, I don't know exactly the science behind it, but I was reading about how it, like, burned, obviously, the roots and stuff. And, like, the... Charlie! Charlie! Oh my God. But, yeah, the whole, like, area of the ground was obviously affected by the fires. Mm-hmm. And that the root systems is what keeps it, like, that's what keeps the water in. Like, that's what, like, feeds yeah. off the water. And As so mud, nothing, mudslides happen. Yeah, exactly. Because nothing's feeding off the water anymore. It's just sinking into the, the dirt. Mm. And then, like, there's so much mudslides. And it's just, like, why are we doing this to the planet? You know, oh like... God. I got chills listening to that. <laughs> yeah, I got shivers. Yeah, it's yeah. scary, right? Like, mm. and, like you said, like, we are one of, like, the safest countries. One of the, like, yeah. greenest. And that's, like, not saying much. But it's true. Mm-hmm. And Vancouver is one of the greenest cities. Yeah. And we are literally, like... This is, like, a climate change crisis. It is. They literally just say... Case study. Yeah. It's... Charlie keeps on making so many noise, guys. I'm so <laughs> Charlie sorry. Charlie wants, wants to join today. She really does. But it's been depressing. And, like, just adding to all the stress, I think. And especially, like, knowing that, like, we are in such a safe country and this is how we feel and this is all I've ever experienced. But there are countries who have been experiencing the effects of climate change for years now. And, like, we're now like, oh, my God, this is so awful. And, like countries have been literally devastated for so long because of this and now we're like starting to realize it and it's just like so frustrating this like reminds me do you remember it's not that relevant but do you remember four or five years ago when that paris bombing happened and everyone's like praying for paris Mm -hmm. which is valid but at the same time i think a month ago this like mass kidnapping in like an African, was it Kenya? I don't want to say the wrong country, but this African country where like a hundred mm-hmm. or more students were kidnapped wow. by a terrorist group, and like no one, no one cared. cared about that. But because it happened, like to Paris, to like the civilization center, the heart of the world, people like actually people care. actually care about it. Wow. And it's, it's kind of like when we we define these developing countries in certain way, we see them in certain um, ways. Mm-hmm. so when problems like that happen it's really like makes more sense in our mind whereas mm-hmm. like oh it happens to like a first world country oh no this is an actual problem yeah you know it's so funny because i didn't even know that happened you oh know? really it like didn't even make it to the news in my life because oh. we're so ignorant of what goes on in other countries here that's so sad which is so sad yeah yeah it's <sighs> depressing yeah but like I, I agree. This like these news. I guess I didn't really realize how much effects it had on me mm-hmm. before you brought it up. But like now, like it does sort of like pile up and like clog your subconscious, right? Because it's yeah. kind of like, what are we even working for? Yeah. Like if we are sort of, if we're like studying or working towards our future, what's the point now? Because it almost seems like <laughs> we're we're doomed, and there will be no future. Mm-hmm. so what was the point of all this what's the point of you know striding for this capitalistic success really exactly that's like it becomes like kind of hopeless right like you're just like what is the purpose of anything mm-hmm. sometimes because like it does seem like nothing's going to change you know yeah and like for example for like what's going on in bc right now like our prime minister hasn't even talked about it no nope. no he hasn't made a public statement about it I know, right? And it's just, like, 
what? That just goes to show, like, our literal leader of the country doesn't even care. Like, I mean, literally... he cares, but he just, like, doesn't know what to say. I would hope so. Like, I would hope so. The optimist in me wants to believe that, but the realist in me probably thinks that he doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, he's a white privileged man, like, he doesn't have to care about these things because he's going to be okay. And, like, that's not his fault. But that's the way it is, and mm-hmm. like, I think we have to realize that like, like we need to we need to care. We need to care. And we start need to taking action. Yeah. So how do you how do you navigate this sort of like dissonance? You know, like one hand knowing that this is probably all just pointless, and we're probably just traumatizing the yeah. earth even further by choosing to you know work like or like stay within the system Mm -hmm. but at the same time like staying in the system and kind of like working towards our goals or still trying to find a sense of purpose Mm -hmm. like how do you balance this dissonance that's what's difficult because i'm not pursuing a career in like environmentalism like climate change activism like that's not what i'm going towards and sometimes i'm like what is the point of me caring if i'm not gonna like pursue that as my career And it's a hard balance to find, like, where you're, like, you know, able to care about something and pursue something that's different than that because it feels like the only thing that you should be doing right now. But I also, like, know that there's so many other things that we need to be doing and Mm -hmm. so many other things that I think I'm more capable of helping with. And so I think that's kind of how I navigate it, like, understanding that, like, everybody has a different purpose and I can only do so much, Yeah, you know? <clears throat> but it's like hard because it's like what's the point of doing what I'm doing if there's so much that can just like devastate communities in an instance you know like who knows what's going to happen here like we're a coastal city like it could happen something could happen at any point right and not Touch on me. not on everybody. <laughs> um but yeah it's hard to like know that and still do something that's not actively going against that but yeah I don't know. I think, yeah, it's hard. What it about is you? hard. Um, but at, for for me, I also see that you are doing so many things that are changing our community for the better. Mm-hmm. You know what you do in the senior center, mm-hmm. like what you do with like the crisis helpline for you know women in danger. Like I actually see so much positive impact in what you do, mm-hmm. and I know that like you know sometimes there are just. There are always news coming out, and there just there always seems like this new um, problem that we should be focusing on. You know, like when COVID happened, like all the Asian hate crimes happened. Mm-hmm. We're probably like, we need to bring awareness to like the Asian community. And at that time, maybe like the environment wasn't the prime focus. Yeah. Whereas now, like we see an actual incident, like a case study of like our climate change and we're like okay shit we should start paying attention to that mm-hmm. but that doesn't really diminish the values in in other causes if that makes any sense yeah I think you're right mm-hmm. yeah and I think it's like a helpful reminder I know you, I think you posted this on your story either today or yesterday yeah about like not like trying to like pursue mm-hmm. this like career this like not trying to be, like, the number one in anything, yeah. but just trying to, like, be, and I think that's all that we can do, and, like, hopefully in doing so, you influence somebody else to care about the things that you think are important, and, like, the environment can be one of those out of the many things, yeah. you know. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so the post goes, it's by, by Jamie Varen, I think. So how about you don't have to build an empire or dominate an industry or be the number one in, at anything? What if you simply built a lovely life that makes you feel happy, that brings you joy and is generative and supportive? What if you healed the parts of you that need more and more and more? What if you redefined what success looks and feels like to you? What if you decided enough is enough? What if you felt satisfied in the right here, the right now? What if you realize your life is likely a lot closer to your ideal than you ever thought? What if changing the filter in which you view your life makes everything that much more vibrant? How much open, empty space would be left for your joy if you stop thinking you need it to earn it? Mm-hmm. Well, how much time could you spend in the actual living of your life if you let go of striving, striving for more? How much more beautiful would this moment right here become for you? Yeah. I love, I love that. And yeah, I, think I love that. It's like one thing to think like, because I think you can easily take that and be like, you know, like hyper like hippie and be like, you know, like I'm just like a free spirit. I don't have to care about anything else around me. Mm-hmm. And like that, I think you can take it that way, but I don't think that's the only way you can take it. Like, I think you can look at that and be like, okay, I can stop just like aiming towards capitalistic goals and aim towards what I want to do, which frees up space to do things that matter, like things that make me happy, things that improve the community, things that like improve the environment, you know, like those things actually matter, Mm -hmm. not like going towards the highest position in your job and like making more money, you know, like that doesn't actually matter in the grand scheme of things. And I think when I read that, it's important to keep that in mind for myself, like, you know, we can't just drop everything and not care, but we can drop our capitalistic beliefs and go for things that matter. Yeah, I, I, I agree, absolutely. And also, when you, we like free ourselves from this anxiety to always be more or do more or have more, mm-hmm. um, we, we clean up space in our life where we could actually follow, you know, like... I don't want to be cliche. Like, we can actually follow our passion or what our true calling is. And I feel like when everyone is being honest with themselves or when everyone is embracing their actual maybe talents, maybe purpose, then, like, the world will be would be a better place because mm-hmm. everyone would be happier and everyone would... Like, this is, like, a gross generalization, of course. Yeah. But, like... I truly, truly believe that, like, if everyone just, like, abandons these expectations, which is unrealistic, I know, like, the world would actually become a better place. Mm-hmm. Because then we'll be living for a purpose instead of living for a system. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think living for a system is what created climate change because we're just, like, yeah. bigger is better, you know, yeah. and, like, all that stuff. And, like, more is better. And that's what created climate change in the end, so. Yeah. Yeah. And, like we're not communists per se like I, I wouldn't say like that I'm just saying like care about other people you know yeah, or like rethink what rethink about what you can potentially change within the sphere of your control mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's actually a really good point because like realistically us two can't go and tell big corporations to just stop making emissions you know like, yeah or we can't really like through a revolution expect everything to be better because that's usually how not like not how things work exactly yeah Yeah. 
but like hopefully by like living for a purpose rather than for more you know like for example like use the asian hate crime example like if we live for purpose like purpose should never be hating people you know like purpose Mm -hmm. should just be caring and when you're living for that purpose those kind of things kind of go away you know yeah i agree i mean hopefully when you hopefully your truth is Mm -hmm. a benevolent one it usually is that's a thing Mm -hmm. um i think we often lose touch with the true values um in life that actually matter actually i think very little people have like actually assumed values I think it's more like losing touch with it. Mm-hmm. Not so much like bad values because you don't really encounter that. Yeah. And I don't know. Maybe. Oh, I'm not making sense. <laughs> I don't know either, to be honest. <laughs> what do you guys think? We want to know how you think. Wow, we went from complaining about school stress to talking about self-care <laughs> to climate change to capitalism. capitalism, which seems to be the blame for everything nowadays. Yeah. Existential dread. It is very existential. Wow. Well, I was looking off into wild. the distance now, like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh, I just thought of something. Um, so we had, like, a little yoga class before this. Yeah. Right? It was, like, a 15-minute yoga relax, um, like, a workshop, and it was super nice. And... I actually finished class at 3.30, and that workshop was, like, at 4.30. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I went to the Nest, our student building, and I was just sitting there. I ate a sandwich, and then I just decided that I'm not going to do any work, mm-hmm. even though there, like, it is very tempting to, you know, cram in another maybe 30 minute of essay writing. Mm-hmm. But I just decided I'm not going to do anything. I just sat on the steps, and I literally just listened to a podcast without scrolling on my phone and I realized how uncomfortable that makes myself and probably other people feel because we've been programmed in a way where it's weird seeing someone do nothing yeah that is so funny that you mentioned that because the other day I had the exact same experience where I like got off work and I was waiting to meet up with somebody Mm -hmm. because I had to like exchange it for something and I like was hungry so I got myself a bagel from blue chip and I like sat on the benches outside and I was like I don't want to do work. I don't want to go on my phone. I just want to eat this bagel because I'm hungry. <laughs> so yeah. I just sat there and ate it and I was like, people really think I'm so weird. Just like alone eating a bagel. But like. And the thing is, the crazy thing is you probably did look weird. Yeah. Because everyone's probably like on either on your laptop or talking to someone or scrolling on their phone. Mm-hmm. And it's, just, it's, it's weird to rest. It is. It's weird. Like, why is it that like replenishing our bodies and just resting is not enough? Yeah. You know, like, we have to be preoccupied with, like, something else in our hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so proud of you for sitting on steps and just Oh, thank you. That's a little epiphany I had. I literally just people watched. I love that. Which is probably a little creepy, because I was just, like, <laughs> <laughs> staring at people. Honestly, but it was so refreshing. Yeah. And, like, yeah. if you think about it, the people who find that weird are not the people that you want in your life anyway so like why why are we trying to impress them you know like yeah I would want people in my life who would look at me and be like damn that's like pretty cool that you know like they can just like sit there yeah and do whatever they yeah. need to do you know yeah it's also a realization of like 
so what I'm weird or mm-hmm. what if, so what I'm weird in your eyes like what are you gonna do about it literally like <laughs> like no one's gonna come up to you and be like you look like a loner yeah like, maybe you want to go talk to someone like, no. and if they did I'd be like well, <laughs> okay and that's your problem like I'm just I'm comfortable in my independence I'm sorry yeah <laughs> sorry I'm just, like some people enjoy themselves <laughs> yeah I love that though yeah I like that we deserve a high five hey that was a good satisfying one. one no let's do another one Yay! <laughs> I hope you guys heard that. It's probably so, so loud. But I guess we could wrap this episode up. Yeah. It's not so much an episode. It's more like a quick rant. Yeah. Well, it's a rant episode. I kind of like it. I kind of like it, too. It was kind of nice. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Yeah. If you want to hear more of this kind of stuff, let us know. Yeah. We didn't plan anything. We just kind of went for it. So. I like that. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've been writing so many papers that, like, I think I'm making, I'm actually more coherent than I've ever been. <laughs> I love that. I actually have to word things properly and yeah. not just mumble. That's so funny. Oh, yeah. my God. Well, <laughs> the text I sent you was so funny. When we were just, like, brainstorming ideas, and I literally sent a text to Chantal. What did I even say? Or something about, like, like how do we deal with stress when we are told to just, like, strive for productivity and success in this capitalistic society. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. And it looks so much like a top, like, an essay topic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, wait, what's going what on? What is this? <laughs> we reprogram the yeah. <laughs> Okay, let's order some food. I was going to say, it's spa yeah. time for us. Spa time! Heck yeah. You know what we should have done? We should have ordered it and then start recording. So we'll have, like, pho to eat when we're done. so smart because it's going to take like an hour to get here. Stupid! It's okay. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> I hope you guys have some good food, whatever time of day it is, some good mm-hmm. tea. Yes. And if you're stressed out as fuck, just remember. It will get done. And you're not alone. You're not alone. <laughs> We're all there. Yeah. Oh my god. We'll, we'll see you next time, guys. Yeah. Till next time. Bye. Bye.